Hey there, and welcome to the Just Keep Vlogging podcast. I'm Kim Anderson from KimAndersonConsulting.com, and I'm here to give you a regular dose of blogging adrenaline. for listening to today's podcast. If you are listening in real time, uh, this will be a real interesting one. Um, you know, with all the uncertainty going on in the world around us right now, from like pandemics to tornadoes to politics, I really just want to give you guys tips on how to just keep going when it may feel harder than normal. And I normally like when, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. I, I don't normally like get real vocal or anything. Um, you know, I'm hesitant to add to the noise <laughs> about particular things. And so in this case, I felt really inspired uh, to make a podcast because I feel like my heart is always, always, always to encourage you guys not to give up. And this is a season where I feel like people will feel uh either all in or they'll start to feel all out or they'll start to just struggle with keeping up with it when there's all these other distractions and things like that. And so I wanted to make this podcast diving into just encouragement and giving you tips, giving you perspective that I hope that when you're done, you know, with this podcast, that it just really does give you encouragement and will also help you just keep blogging. Um, again, I've been doing this for seven years. I've been blogging for seven years and I regularly tell people that blogging is like being basically on a float in the ocean, like, and not like out necessarily in the ocean, but you know, when you go to the beach and you have your little float and, you know, at first, like you're just kind of like clawing your way past all the waves that keep breaking on you. And you finally get to this kind of like sweet point where you've gotten past all of that. Um, and you can kind of get on your float and, um, you still though have these like little waves, but the waves are smoother now and you kind of hop on your float and as the waves come, you can ride those waves a little bit, hop off and then swim back out a little bit. And that's kind of where the fun comes, right? Because that's, I mean, when you're in the ocean, that's kind of fun. But <laughs> when it comes to blogging, um, it's an analogy because that is often what I feel like blogging, like your entire blogging journey, my entire blogging journey, and every other successful person's blogging journey I know has ups and downs. Um, and the key is that when you stay on this float, when you're on the float, you just kind of ride those things. Like you go up, you go down, you go up, you go down, but you don't really get knocked off. You don't get dragged under. All, you know, like that's my analogy for blogging in general. And so this is a season, I think, when we just kind of need to hold tight to our floats <laughs> and know that, you know, it may be a season where we're getting a little bit closer to the shore. So we're getting, you know, hit a little bit harder here and there. But the key is to keep grabbing that float and carrying your butt back out into the water. And you keep fighting for that thing that you really, really want. Um, so some of my tips when it comes to blogging when it may seem a little bit harder than normal because of a lot of variables going on in the world around you or your home life or whatever it may be. But in particular, since we have so much going on around us globally, I want to start by saying, please just remember why you started blogging. 
Um, what I think is really fascinating about what's kind of going on in the world right now is that so many companies are now having to consider the idea of allowing their employees to telework, right? And I think that um, for people, like, that, that, that's one of the greatest benefits I feel like I've ever had to having gone into blogging full-time is that I can work from wherever I need to, obviously, as long as there's internet connection. That flexibility means that I can work from home. You know, I can work from coffee shops. I can work from a little office in my downtown area. I can be kind of wherever I need to be. And I have a lot of flexibility. And um, that is one of the main reasons why I started blogging was because I saw the benefit in the flexibility of life. And I've had plenty of circumstances in the past few years, like where not having to go into a job or not having to ask a boss off or whatever has been a big benefit or a big deal um, to my life happiness and things like that. And so I definitely think that there is a lot of value in being able to work from home and blogging does allow you that life flexibility. And that's why I'm saying, I think that we need to remember why you decided to blog. Again, if you're why is, you know, I want to be able to make a second income for my family and be able to stay at home more, or I want to be able to make a second income for my family to pay off some debt, but I'm going to continue working my full-time job. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that because I know plenty of bloggers and online content creators who do work full-time careers and do this on the side and it's just side money for them. Um, but you know, part of the reason why I started blogging was because I needed something to be a creative outlet. And, you know, you may have started your blog as a opportunity to teach people things, to use your teaching skills. You may have done it to try to help people manage their finances. You may have done it to be able to help stay at home moms thrive, survive, um, work at home moms thrive, survive. Uh, you know, maybe you just really love sharing food and recipes with people. Um, maybe you love sharing craft projects and things like that with people, but just get back to the core of why you're blogging. Like just remember the reason, whether that was for the joy of writing, the joy of creating, the joy of sharing, the joy of encouraging, whatever that may be, let that still be your guide. And remember that when you have the opportunity to blog and it does make an income for your family, it does help with life flexibility. So number two, I would encourage you guys to remember that you can use your blog as a creative outlet. So when things, you know, get kind of heavy, um, not only is blogging a creative outlet, it's also a distraction. And honestly, I can tell you, like last night, I watched a presidential address and then I went into my room and I worked on my Thrifty Little Mom blog because it was a good mental distraction, um, just from thinking about things or, you know, being on social media and seeing everybody freaking out or whatever it may be. Like the blog was an excellent distraction and that work I know is worthwhile because when I do publish a new post, um, you know, it moves the ball forward for my blog or like when I work on my blog or improve my blog or whatever, those are small things that all move the ball forward and it can be a good time to have your blog as a mental distraction so that you can keep your mind on productive things when it may seem easier to be in like unproductive. 
The next thing I want to talk about is because you have this outlet, because you have this online means of being able to communicate with people, I really want to encourage you guys to dig in and find ways to reach your audience and inspire them. Get scrappy, be creative, serve people. So that means like if you're a food blogger, you know, like get creative, like come up with some things that you can use to maybe help your audience. So I'm just going to give some examples here, but what are some menu planning solutions that you might be able to provide people when they're quarantined? Um, you know, different things that might happen related to people's lifestyles during a season like this, like what, what, what can you do as a food blogger or a recipe blogger to help those people find solutions to their problems? Maybe it's pantry meals, um, maybe it's, you know, great tasting, uh, non-perishable food meals, things like that. Um, you just never know who that might be able to benefit. And it's still using your skills, talents, and your niche to be able to benefit people. The next idea is like, what if you're a working mom blogger, right? So here's a working mom who now, for example, may need to work from home all of a sudden. And maybe her kids are out of school or whatever, or maybe, you know, she has young kids, whatever it may be. Like, how does this person transition from being in an office to being at home? Like, can you give these women ideas for like, basically like how to survive, how to keep working, how to stay focused on their jobs when they're at home with their kids in an unexpected way? If you're a travel blogger, I mean, there's tons of stuff. I mean, I know that this time period seems frustrating for some travel bloggers just because of the way things are going. But if you're truly scrappy and you're truly creative about this particular season, you will continue to find ways to serve people and help them with the information that you can provide. So if you have a knowledge base of, you know, like how does travel insurance work and why do you need travel insurance? And, um, you know, like how do you do more adventures near you without flying? And what are, you know, smaller, um, Activities that you can do that aren't in like huge crowds of people that would be fun, you know, fun activities for the family or just ways to get out and about or whatever it may be. Like these are ways that you take what's happening in the world and you still serve your audience. If you're a faith blogger, wow, what a, you know, what a time to be able to encourage your people, um, especially with just how hard it can be sometimes to even be on social media with like, everybody having such strong viewpoints or, you know, people showing pictures of all these different things that are going on with like no soap on the, like what a great opportunity for you to be able to encourage your followers with scripture, um, with faith, with whatever tools you have in your toolbox. And even if you're a craft blogger, I mean, honestly, give your people ideas to help them get their minds off the things that worry them. I mean, that's, you know, crafting for me, is also just like blogging, like crafting for me takes my mind off of things. It helps me be distracted. So I feel like everyone out there who writes about something on their blog has an opportunity in this situation to get scrappy, create content that actually can help people. So instead of, you know, putting our computers away and not engaging in our blogs and <laughs> saying, okay, well, I just, what am I going to say right now that anybody's going to read? why don't you come up with something that you think people will read? Like, why don't you come up with things that you think really will benefit your readership, benefit people who are searching on Google, benefit people who are searching on Pinterest. And just like I said, 
Just continue to have a servant's heart because you have ideas, you have information, you have inspiration that is there to help people. And each person that reads your blog, and I reiterate this all the time, is a living, breathing person who counts. And even if you encourage one person today um, with whatever you wrote about, or you give them information they needed, or you give them clarity, or you give them help, you did something awesome. And, you know, giving people food for thought, it just totally depends on what your niche is. I just want to come out and say, like, I would not let all the stuff going on out there be something that causes you to throw in the towel um, or feel discouraged. But to just lean in and continue to do what it is you set out to do from the very beginning. And honestly, you know, if you get into a situation where you need to be at home full time, think of all the blogging that you can get done or all the cleaning that you can get done. Um, I've been seeing little stories that have been passed around online about, you know, people that have been quarantined, you know, across the world and they, you know, talk about like the positive things that are coming from those situations that of like focusing so much on negative all the time. And so that's my goal is to say, you know, like whatever happens in the next few weeks, the next few months, um, if you get into situations, just tr do your best to like find ways to blog or find the positive side of that, of what's going on. If your kids get out of school, you can always put them to work on your blog. <laughs> you can get them to help you with setting up supplies or organizing things, organizing your receipts, um, you know, helping you with your filming, uh, taking photos for you, being in the photos. Like a lot of the times, like when I'm with my family over a weekend, you know, I'll go to Hobby Lobby or I'll go to my local craft store and I'll stock up on a bunch of different craft projects. And if you suspect that, you know, your kids are going to be out of school or something, I would encourage you, like, go to your local craft store, uh, go to your local dollar store, whatever it may be, like, get some activities to do with your kids. And if that's part of your blog, do, like, do that. Like, take pictures of it. Um, even if it's like, you know, you have some old, um, you know, like, pumpkin crafts or something it got tucked away and never got finished like this is a good time to pull those things out finish them and then you can use them in the fall when you're ready to start writing about that kind of stuff uh, but again like in seasons like this I think it's just important to get scrappy to find ways to continue to do what you know you need to do to continue to grow um, as we just ride the waves because uh, sometimes it's going to be lower than normal and sometimes it's going to be higher than normal and it's okay because they all sort of even out. Uh, and the next thing I was going to, like the last kind of tip that I was going to give you is that if you can be prepared with projects that you can do from home, it can just be great content and that can be anything from cleaning hacks to recipes to tutorials to crafts, like whatever it may be, like get yourself some supplies um, and be, you know, prepared to be able to do projects or to be able to take photos or to be able to do things from home that can help you take your mind off of um, other things that may be heavier or more frustrating or whatever based on what's kind of going on in the world around us. So again, like, I think there's so many different things that we can do as bloggers during this season that does keep the ball going, that uh, keeps us moving forward, that gives us momentum. Um, 
And part of that is going to be the mental mindset. Like this is going to be the mindset that you have and how you approach this particular season. So here's the deal. I know that some of you guys who are listening to this are a little bit stressed out. Some of you are unsure of what to do, how to go forward. Some of you guys who are travel bloggers may be experiencing some stress in this particular season. But at the end of the day, every small business, whether it's online or brick and mortar business, goes through seasons of highs and goes through seasons of lows. I just want to encourage you guys, if you want to really survive during seasons when there is uncertainty, it all comes back to just doing the next best thing. And in this case, the next best thing is serving your audience, continuing to put out great content, being aware of the needs of people around you, the needs of the people online, the needs of the people that are searching for answers related to what you have answers to give, and really leaning in and caring and realizing that, yeah, you could just, you know, stop writing for a little bit, write it out, you know, um, get on that ship of like distraction online, get distracted on Facebook by all the everything that's going on between politics and um, pandemics and everything else. Or you can be a helpful solution to the audience that's following you and really lean into the situation, help people encourage them, give them something positive to read, something that helps them work their issues they may be dealing with. Because this kind of stuff affects everyone in very, very different ways. And just like I displayed in my discussion about the different ways in each niche that's out there, I may not even mention your niche, but I guarantee you that there's a way that you can serve people in this particular season that benefits them and encourages them. And if you don't sit down and you don't write, and if you don't send that email or you don't write that post or you don't create that video or you don't make that podcast, you have lost an opportunity to help encourage the audience that you do have. So please, even during a season of uncertainty, lean in and whatever you do, just keep blogging because your people still need your message.